BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Rage. I am Gabriel Moretz. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people above them, and everyone else in between. Throwing it down. Sunday, bloody Sunday has begun as we pick up the pieces following a chaotic day of football today. The New York Jets actually don't suck. They beat the Buffalo Bills. The Green Bay Packers actually do suck. The BC Lions don't. Let's do this thing. We've got a full house. Jason B. Tackerfin going to step up and then kick it with us. We'll talk uh, Houston Astros World Series as the Astros get it done in six. I wonder who told you that would happen. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Let's do this thing. So if you're wondering why, why my voice is a little bit shot, we're at a football game today. We got into it, and why wouldn't we? Great times uh, today. Absolutely great times uh, today. Throwing it down at the BC place. All right, so we got a full house here uh, tonight. Look forward to Jason B. Tackerman's take on the World Series. We're going to hit the Major League Baseball hot stove uh, as well. We got Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, going to be throwing it down with us. We got a full house uh, here tonight. Let's do this thing. All right, so we pick up the pieces following the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. This point spread was too high. We thought it was too high. We cashed a ticket with the Tennessee Titans tonight. And I'll tell you what. Malik Willis, what you talking about, Willis? Malik Willis is going to be a, uh, there's going to be some growing pains. It's going to be a uh, a learning process. Uh, but point spread was too high uh, tonight. And uh, as we saw, the Tennessee Titans covered a point spread, even though the Kansas City Chiefs win the football game. Can't be laying that many points. And we saw it tonight with the Buffalo Bills earlier today. The Buffalo Bills laying a ton of points, and uh, it was too many points to be laying, and they actually lost the game outright. And disappointing, actually, as far as the Buffalo Bills are concerned. Let's just call it out for what it is. You know, people have anointed the Bills Super Bowl champions. People have anointed the Bills as, like, the team to beat and Josh Allen this and all that. But they actually have to do it, all right? You can't just talk about it. You actually have to do it, and they haven't done it. And the New York Jets stepped up today. Fireman Ed has a big-time uh, big time, big time game today at MetLife. Thank God I wasn't there, actually. We've been there for Bill's Jets games in the past. Thank God that we were not there uh, today. NHL Hockey, Ian Cameron will throw it down with us. We've got Babano uh, breaking down. We'll take a look at the, uh, the Monday night uh, board uh, this evening. Absolute craziness as far as college football. Who gets it done? Another double-digit uh, underdog, and you can't be laying these type of points in these situations. All right, 
And, you know, we stepped up and in. We also told you Georgia was going to get it done. I look forward to seeing the new college football uh, playoff rankings. Let's roll. Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. Sunday, bloody Sunday has begun. We got a full house here tonight. Ian Cameron kicking with us, a.k.a. Babanum. Jason B. Takafin, three-time champion, general manager of the Toronto Blue Jay organization. And congratulations to Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros. And congratulations to us. All right? I don't know if I have nailed the World Series as much as we nailed this past World Series. We gave it to Houston Astros a couple of months ago at plus 350. We said, listen, it's going to be the Dodgers or it's going to be the Astros. All right? We gave you Jeremy Pena at 18-1 to to be the MVP. Uh, We gave it to Houston Astros in six at plus 350. And we gave it to Houston Astros minus one and a half games as well. Series spread. Absolutely destroyed. I think I'm going to be on Dateline, actually. I'm going to be one of the murderers on Dateline that actually murdered the World Series. As far as the National Football League is concerned, ah, it was a roller coaster. All right? You know what I mean? It was one of those deals where it's like, yeah, we got this game right, but we got this game way wrong. How about the New York Jets? Bill Parcells said, you are what your record says you are. And he said that after eight weeks. I guess here we are, man. We're in a week nine. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is. And the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks are a six and three football team right now. The Arizona Cardinals, I am done with this team. There's not a lot of teams that I am done with, but the Arizona Cardinals are like an ex wife that you wish is rotten hell <laughs> at this point. We've told you guys, oh, Arizona's a bad date that we keep going back to. Well, we've gone back to it one too many times. Man, these standings are loco in the National Football League right now. Seattle are 6-3. and three. San Francisco are 4-4. Four and four. So not only are Seattle winning a division, they're running away a division. The BC Lions going to the Western Division Final in the CFL. Montreal. Takes on Toronto. The Astros are World Series champions. We got a full house here to see. Let's do this. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci.
Let's do this thing Sunday, bloody Sunday. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morancy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people above them, and everybody else in between. Jason B. Takafin will join us, the three-time champion, general manager of the Toronto Blue Jays A-Ball affiliate. We'll talk uh, baseball with Jason. And uh, we got Ian Cameron. Okay, with us, let's bring in Mo Khan right now. Mo Khan, TSN Radio, meteorologist, jack-of-all-trades, including a badass wide receiver, Concordia University, steps up and in. Mo, always a pleasure, my man. My voice a little shot. I got caught up in all my bets today. I went to a football game. So, you know, today we're at the BC Lions and the Calgary Stampeders. Tomorrow, yeah. uh, next week, we're going to be at the Colts and the Raiders. Even though Colts and the Raiders suck, <laughs> like hard. <laughs> hey, at least we're taking in a game a week, brother. How you doing, my man? Uh, well, I was actually at the Alouettes game against Hamilton on uh, Oh, Monday. yeah. How about them Alouettes? They're going to beat the Argos next week, bro. They're going to beat them. You know, I, I, a month ago, I told a couple of uh, people in the CFL world, I said it would not surprise me if the Owls make it to the Great Cup. I don't buy into Toronto. I think they have some flaws in their team. They're and not the that Owls, good, the Argos. They're better at beating no. up people in the stands than they are. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay, no, no, the Argos are all right, but, dude, Dude, the Alouettes can win this game. Let's just call it out for what it is. Absolutely, yes. I agree with you on that for sure. All right, let's not open up. All right, listen, we're on over. Everyone's in the CFL. We're the general gamblers and stuff, but let's not open up with CFL. <laughs> All right, you know, I don't even know. I was thinking about there's so much stuff I want to get to you with you. I don't even know yeah. where to start. Let's start off with my Buffalo Bills losing to the New York effing Jets today. Yeah, you know, the game, it, it was one of those It games. was Josh Allen's fault, too. Let's just call it up for it. Yeah, yeah, he, he looked like Josh Allen from his rookie year. And, you know, we go back to, we mentioned. It's been a couple of weeks in this, Mo, sort of jump in, but. Yeah, no worries. There's been a couple of these random weird things that he's been doing for a couple of weeks that hasn't been talked about. I've talked about it. Today, it caught up to them. Yeah, and I think what it is with Josh is that he's trying to do too much, right, with what he has to work with. I mean, you know, we spoke about this in the offseason. We spoke about it in the loss they had earlier this year to Miami is that Josh Allen has to let his playmakers do the damage. Uh, and, and today he lost his fundamentals again. Like He, he made some bad throws uh, at clutch moments of this football game. And I just thought that in the overall context for how he played compared to where the Jets were, I thought Rob Stoll had a fantastic game plan in place to really make sure that Allen had a very mundane performance in that football game on Sunday. And I think now moving towards their, their final stretch of games that they'll have with nine left in the season, uh, look, those are complete control game. I think no one should panic right now, but it's quite fascinating to see that they now have had two losses to the divisional rivals on the road. And they were very lucky, or they could have been very, it could have been a lot easier for them had the Chiefs lost the Tennessee Titans on Sunday night, which didn't materialize. But they're still a control game. I think now for the Buffalo Bills, for Ken Dorsey, for, for Sean McDermott, they have to make sure they get a better effort from the running game that was lacking beyond Josh Allen and that lost to the New York Jets on Sunday. Yeah, but I pass the buck. This is on Josh Allen. Let's just call it out for what it is. And yeah. you know what, Mo? Listen, I would have preferred if from a Bills fan perspective, I would have preferred if Tennessee won a football game, uh, won, won the game tonight. But the Bills almost need you played. I played hockey. You you know what it is. Sometimes yeah. you need a slap in the face. The Bills buy into their own hype. People have anointed them, bro. How about this? True or false? Josh Allen ever won a road playoff game? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, he is yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. he's been elevated into this Super Bowl champ. And I'm a Bills fan. And I'm saying this. I've warned people. We're not there yet. They think they are. People point them to be there, those that those, that team. They're not. And sometimes I think they need a cold shower. And maybe this is a cold shower today again. Yeah, and, and look, they'll, they'll get the Minnesota Vikings at home, which will be a stiff test for them. That could be their wake-up You're damn right. On Isn't Sunday. it? Oh. You're right. Let's see. That's a real team with one loss. Yeah. And the thing that the Vikings will present as issues is that they have pass catchers, right? 
And if there's a perceived weakness for this Buffalo Bills team, is their secondary. And I, I think now this is where you pay the Bob Millers of the world. This is where you draft the great Rousseau's of the world to get to the quarterback. And this is going to be the chance to have to reestablish themselves as a forefront leader for the AFC moving towards the final eight weeks of the season after this week. And I think for Josh Allen, again, it goes back to his fundamentals. We spoke about this uh, when he lost to Miami way back in week two, or week three, whatever it was, back in September, is that if you look at some of the key moments of that football game, he lost his fundamentals, where his footwork was, where his head position was, where his body movement was. So I think in this situation, it was the exact same thing where he kind of went to a default setting and it cost him a, a, a tough divisional loss to the Jets. And now, Gabe, that AFC East, even though it should not be where it is right now, it just opens up more possibilities for Miami, yeah. for the Jets, and even for the Patriots to say maybe we can sneak into that number one spot going towards uh, Thanksgiving at the end of the I'm month. not worried about that. I'm not from no. the Bills. I'm not worried about that. It was a wake-up call. They'll get back on track. Listen, bro, how many games do you think they're going to lose this year? Three, four? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, they're not. Yeah, you know, they lost to the Jacksonville Jags last year. This is the Jag game today, and you know, and that's almost disrespectful to the Jets in a way because they're not the Jags. But you know what I'm saying? You're not going to win every week, but it's not just this week. I don't like the habits that Josh Allen is suddenly developing again. Stop worrying about your golf game and start worrying about like get you know. Let's go. All right. So listen. This wasn't, these teams aren't prime time teams, but we have a lot of listeners in Las Vegas. I'm going to be at the Raider and Colt game next week. What a train wreck. The only thing I can say, Mo, is at least I'm going to pay less for my ticket. I don't have my ticket yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bro, you're a Raider fan. How the hell, what the hell happened today to these guys? And is McDaniels the guy? No, he's not the guy. Are you going to throw a car under the bus? What's up with the Raiders? Well, you know, Gabe, uh, yesterday I was out and about, and two people came up to me and said, hey, uh, I'm taking the Raiders over the Jaguars. I said, don't make that play. And they go, why? I go, I'm telling you. I thought they were going to win today. I made a last-second bet today. I swear to God, Mo, it didn't make my card. I'm in a Vegas Super Contest and all this for big money. It was a personal bet. Five minutes before kickoff, I said, you know what? Raiders ain't losing to the Jags, bro. Let's go. What the hell they happened? Don't play, they don't play well in Florida. Like for whatever reason, their history in, with Florida teams has been abysmal. But but aside from the fact is this though, in that second half, right where where Devontae Adams in the post game said, "Why did we deviate indirectly?" He said this indirectly. He said, "Why did we deviate from the passing game when we were killing the Jaguars?" He's so calling out McDaniel's. Half. In other words, he, he did indirectly call Josh McDaniel's. But the thing is though, on a on a on a, on a second and one. The Raiders ran three plays where they went pass, 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 and didn't run it with Josh Jacobs. And I just thought the play calling was a bit suspicious now. They didn't play well in the second half. And, and look, Derek Carr will always be the enigma within the Raider Nation because of who he is. He's had some brilliant moments and some moments. It's that not his fault. But it isn't his fault, but by default. I'm a Derek Carr guy. I'll back him. It's Josh right. McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is the problem. They made the playoffs with Versace last year. They did, but but the thing is though is that is Mark Davis, who is probably one of the more impatient owners in the NFL, he's made an investment to Ziggler and McDowell to change the whole format of this team, right? Reformat the whole program. Dude, they and host the Super Bowl next year, not this year, but do. next year. And that's next year, though, Gabe. Right? And the thing now for 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 this team moving forward here is that first of all. Their O line is very deficient. Secondly, their secondary is not that strong. Their their pass rush has been nowhere to be found. Chandler Jones has been very, uh, very right. Casper like. Right? There's, yeah. there's a lot of issues within that team that we can't just pinpoint McDaniel's and 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 Carr. But the thing now for the Raiders moving towards their half of the half of the season left for them at two and six, they're done. But can they now get these going the right direction and get a pop off the to bring the right guys to play next year? They made the playoffs last year. And we're inside the 10-yard line against the Cincinnati Bengals. Could have beaten them. Mora Mo on the other side. Bill suck, Raiders suck. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. My name's Bobby, and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better at it. You know what I was going to say? I'm sorry I'm not as loud or as powerful as I normally am, but this is how I actually sound when I tour with a band Homicide. <laughs> this is like, this is my life, and every night I'd be like, ah, let's go. Are you ready to rock, Cleveland? And some of my voice is shot, but it's all good. I got caught up in a football game today. Next week we'll be at the Raiders and the Colts. It's a crappy game next week, but... Whatever, I'll bet thousands of dollars on a game. We're going to win money. Mo Khan, kid with us right now. A lot of football I want to get to. Mo, I want to get into college football, CFL football, everything. Yeah, but how about Tom Brady? Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Tom Brady looked happier today after that win than I've seen him after Super Bowls, Mo. Literally and fittingly. <laughs> you saw that hug after? Yeah, You I did. see him? Yeah. Like, that was like a... I needed this in life. It was almost like a guy that hasn't had sex in like two years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like right, He finally right. got laid when he went to that. It's the best analogy. It's a guy, it's a guy who went to the bar. It's like he never gets laid. He finally got laid. And he's like, what's up, man? And he sees his buddies. That was Brady after the game. You see the hugs and stuff? I swear to God, he was more emotional today than he's been after Super Bowl wins, bro. You know, Gabe, when you watch that game after after the CFL one, uh, what it looked like to me, and I'll give you a movie example. Uh, it reminded me of Rocky three, uh, Rocky four, beg your pardon, where where he fights Drago. <laughs> okay, I got to hear which one. Right? Which one says this? So, so, so you think about this, right? Rocky's fighting Drago, right? Drago's kicking. Well, Rocky one and Rocky two was the, the real ones, and then he got Rocky three was Mister T, and then Drago was four. Let's Drago, go, let's go, Mo. Okay, go on. Exactly. So. So I, I, I like the Rams being Drago, right? Where they they were controlling the football game for the first fifty nine minutes, right? They're they're bludgeoning Brady and they and they can't move the football and you saw that, right? 
And the thing is, the Rams couldn't close out that football game. That's what happened, Gabe. They couldn't close it out with Stafford at, at the controls. They put the ball away, and next thing you know, he rocks out pretty much Tom Brady, and he gets that ball to scoring position, and they win that football game. The Rams had no business to lose that football game. If you saw that, I'm more on the Rams and how their reaction was, right? They realized, Sean McVay yeah. realized that he was outcoached, outfoxed by the Buccaneers in that, in that final drive. And Who did you like right coming up, into this game, no, Mo? And I swear to God, listen, I put 250 bucks on the box today. It wasn't I'm in love with his team, but I figured, listen, it's almost like a loser-lose, like, leaves town match. And yeah. I figured, listen, at least the Bucks had players. We had Jamie Eisenberg on from CBS Sports. Great guy. Great, just smart football guy, fancy guy. And we talked about at least they have players. So I was on the Bucks. Were you surprised by this today? I thought it would be ugly, and it was. But I thought the Bucks would get by, and the Rams are screwed. Their season's over, bro. And they mortgaged everything. They won the Super Bowl. Now they pay the credit card bill, bro. Yeah, no, they, they really are. And, and the fact that they lacked any true dynamic players at the range position, at the running back position, and the receiver position beyond Cooper Cup, teams realize, look, we zero on Cooper Cup. We take him out. There's nothing for Matt Stafford to look at. And I've told you this before, Gabe, even before they won the Super Bowl last year, their biggest problems are O-line. They have no, they have no protectors to keep Matt Stafford upright because they forked, they, they forked over their future draft picks to bring in guys at key positions, which rightfully so has won them a Super Bowl. But now for the Buccaneers, look, before this win, Todd Bowles was 4-15 and in his last 19 games before this victory today for the Buccaneers. And I just think now for Tampa, they're in first place. They're probably going to have that mojo back in their place, game. But the thing is, can they carry that over? Because, again, they couldn't score points. At, the at, thing at, is, though, Mo, the thing is, brother, they get into the playoffs, and it's a one-game, one-off. And you want to go against them. They can peak at the right time. And this ain't like the NBA playoffs. This ain't like the NHL playoffs. And you know what? I think it's easier to win a Super Bowl than anything else because of that, Mo. It's a couple of games, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, they need to win four playoff series and best of four. No. They win the division. They get home field for a game. They're a couple of games away, dude. But also, they have no Shaq Barrett now for the year. So I know, I know. Their pass rushing is is my key because... So who's good in the NFC, though? Philadelphia and, I guess, Minnesota's good. We got to say Minnesota's good. Right? I took Washington today. I'm lucky I had three and a half earlier in a week, but are you buying into Philadelphia that they're unbeatable? They are. Look, I I hate using this expression, right? But who have they beaten so far in the schedule? I know. But but now we'll They haven't played the Chiefs. They haven't played the Bills, right? They haven't played real teams. Even though the Bills lost to the Jets, at least the Bills have stepped up and played real games. Doesn't it feel like the Eagles are some weird team in like a college conference? Yeah, we'll find out how good you are when you get to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but like they, their first real game probably won't be maybe till late November when they're home to Green Bay. But Green Bay by then might be all. Oh, Green Bay. What about Dallas and New York? I'd say those are the real games, right? I guess. Right, but, but their schedule. I mean, look, they, they got Washington coming up. They got the Colts on the road. Like they, excuse me, they don't have anyone tough on the schedule anymore for the Eagles. But that's not their problem. That's not their fault, right? It's what it is. But I just think now in the NFC, moving towards what it is, if the Buccaneers are going to rekindle their hopes of being a contender that conference, they need to figure out how to get a pass rush because they cannot rely on Vita Vea to eat up space and, and attack the quarterback because they're going to double and triple team in my times here. And with no Shaq Barrett there, uh, with, with Trian Trianka uh, still in the position, I just think now for the Buccaneers, yes, they might have momentum in their favor, but again, they just lack that 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 edge required to win those key games. And I'm not too sure if they can overcome that hump if they have to go to Saturday, which they will this year, if they, go, if they have to go to Philly in January toward a playoff game. Arizona Cardinals at 3-6 and six are done, Mo. They're done. That's it. That's the season. Today Today was the game. Big difference between 4-5 and five and 3-6. and six. And how about the Seattle Seahawks? I'll be the first one to admit. No way in hell I thought the Seahawks would be six and three, Mo. Pete Carroll did not think the Seahawks would be six and three. All right? No, no, he did not. No, he did Microsoft not. Microsoft and what's Paul Allen's daughter or whatever, like she didn't think. Let's be real. They were a laughing stock in the preseason. Here they are, they're six and three. And they have the Denver Broncos draft pick. And wow, like Listen, I was a big Kenneth Walker fan. 
I thought when people talked about Brees Hall being the number one pick, and I bet on the draft a lot, right? So I was like, man, why is Brees Hall so like certain to be the number one, you know, number one running back taken? Well, he catches the ball a little bit out of the backfield better. Okay, fine. You can teach someone to do that. Kenneth Walker's the real deal. He and you and I talked about this. Kenneth Walker is the best running back that the Seahawks have had since Marshawn Lynch. Case closed, point blank. Yeah, he's made a big difference. Uh, look, Rashad Penny was not going to last a full year. And he Changes had, everything, this guy. He, he he can do a lot of things that 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 reminisces you for running backs from back in the day, right? He can gash you open for a 10-yard run if it's a 31. He can go for a home run as well. Kenneth Walker has changed that offense even more because what it's done now, it's enabled Geno Smith to say, look, I don't have to throw it 50 times a game. I can head off the ball to Kenneth Walker and then open up the passing for DK Metcalf, for Lockett and others to catch that football. And I think now for Bikel, he's found a perfect formula, a perfect tonic to, to look similar to what this team was when they won the Super Bowl back in 2013. That, hey, we can get great defending from our, from our, from our defense here, and we'll have a ball control offense here where we don't have to score 55 points here, but if we put up 25 points per game, we're going to win nine times out of ten, and now at six and three, they're in control of that that division, Dave. And I think now for the Seahawks, they know that hey, if they get to nine wins, maybe ten, that should be more than enough to win you a wild card spot and perhaps win your division if things fall their way. Mo Conkey with us, Mo. You and I talked a lot about the Clemson Tigers. I thought they were overrated. I didn't think Notre Dame could do anything about it. And it's funny, isn't it, how the perception changes? Remember when, like, Freeman was losing the first couple of games of the year and then wanted to bury this guy? What a win for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And, wow, that put Clemson in his place yesterday. College football shake up and shake down yesterday. Let's start off with the uh, Clemson Tigers and Notre Dame. What was your take? Were you surprised? Or what was your opinion on that? Well, Gabe, I, I was surprised by like I thought Notre Dame would play them tough, but I was surprised by the by the conclusion of that score, what it was, right? And I think with Dabble Sweetie, he's yeah, you mean the Notre Dame team that lost to Marshall and Stanford on the same home field, right? Exactly. Wow. Right? And, and now he, uh, for Dabble Sweetie, he's got to decide if DJ Ugalele is his quarterback move forward. If not, then they have to go with the young kid there and make sure you roll with them and hopefully get back to the final four by winning up the ACC. More remote gone on the other side. Epic game in Baton Rouge yesterday. Wolverines won by a million, although it's the closest 52-17 game in the history of football. This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. You think I'm dead, but I'm not. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like a bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you
you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. This is sports rage. Rest in peace, coach. We had Dennis Green on sports rage two times. Great guest, great guy, great man, great coach. May you rest in peace, coach. You know, we carry on the tradition. That's why we play him. And, like, you know what I mean? We're all going to go sometime, and hopefully we're all remembered. But uh, rest in peace, Mr. Dennis Green. Hell of a football coach. Hell of a football coach. All right, so we're kicking it with about Con right now who played college football. Wild day yesterday, man. Wild, 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 wild stuff uh, yesterday. What would you think of that? Hey, I'll tell you what right now. I was going to ask you, what do you think of the LSU-Alabama game? I was the first one, and I got guys come on from the SEC. We have Heisman Trophy voters on the show, Mo, guys from the South, and we all said the same thing. How's Jaden Daniels going to go from the Pac-12 to the SEC, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's a little like, really? He's going to, like, take this next step, big step up in class. This kid just beat the kid that people say is going to be the number one job pick in the NFL draft. His stats are unbelievable throughout the year. That was epic stuff. And I'll tell you what, I think Brian Kelly's a jerk. Maybe he's changing his personality a little bit. But, dude, like, the guy can coach. And we saw that yesterday. And, you know, when people said, well, he left Notre Dame and his real deal was he didn't think, he thought, you know what? I'm as good as Saban. I'm as good as Dabo Sweeney. I'm as good as these guys. They got better players than me. If I get better players, I'm going to win a national championship. And it's no disrespect to the Notre Dame players because they're they're awesome football players. Great kids, great football players. But you know them all. The academics are a little tougher at Notre Dame than they are at LSU. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 a lot. Sure. Exactly. From a recruiting standpoint, guys, because you think, well, Notre Dame, even I said, well, Notre Dame gets good players. What do you got to go to LSU for? You know, Notre Dame's got good guys. Yeah, Notre Dame, you got to go to class. You don't have to go to school at LSU. Let's just call it that for this. You don't have to go. You know what I mean? It's a joke academically. Let's just be real. And the kids are buying in full credit. He just beat Nick Saban. And Nick Saban and Alabama are out of the playoffs. Mo, they're done. That's it. That's that, son. Yeah, you know, Gabe, I think the first warning about Alabama being immortal was when they barely beat Texas on the road, right? And then if you You're fast right. forward to, uh, dude, you fast dude, remember the Arkansas game? There were a yeah, lot of red right. flags, man. They're, that's right. And then the following week at home against A&M, when they should have lost in the last play, right? And, and, and that... Derail Texas's A&M's team in its own right here, but watching that football game as it was in in, in LSU on Saturday night, where they lost it in my opinion, which was appalling in my books, because they lost on the offensive side of the football. They couldn't move the football at all. Uh, Bryce Young did not look good in the pocket; like he was running for his life. That front five for Alabama could not. Pass. Their own line was getting dominated. You're right; they were getting dominated by them. But, yeah, but, but Mo, Mo, Bryce Young's been making plays on his own for a couple of years now, for two years. Yeah. Let's just be real. He has covered a lot of the deficiencies of Alabama. But what's what's even more crazier is that look, you bring in a guy like Jameer Gibbs from Georgia Tech to be the running back, right? You you have to get him more carries. You think about who they brought in, Jermaine Brim from Georgia. Like they brought all these transfers, these, these guys from those schools, from, from big-time schools, but they were nowhere to be found. And, and I just thought that the play calling from Dole Bryant was not that great, and you, you would imagine this is probably his last year down in Tuscaloosa. And that's Whoa, the last Bill O'Brien, what? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the thing is, though, is that, that for Nick Saban, and I'm not saying he's losing his Hey, I'm not pinning this on Bill O'Brien, no. Let's just be real. I know we're pinning this, but go but, on. But the, but the play calling was not good, Gabe. Like the, the, the reality was that some of the play, play calls that he had yesterday was not good at all. And you think about that Tennessee loss that they had. I mean, they, there was plays that they should have made, but they didn't do so. And this is where I think Bama... But doesn't Nick that. Saban has the last call on play calls? 
I think he has an influence to play calls, but Bill O'Brien is the one that does play calls. But but look, call. yeah, you're right. They they don't they don't have that dynamic receiver like a Jerry Judy. That is like, true. Like John Michi, yeah, the Michi, yeah, you're John right. Michi, exactly, right? Devontae Smith, exactly. Yeah, we go on Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you you know, and, and not to take anything away from these kids because maybe they'll be good NFL players. But you're right, they don't have that blue chip wide receiver they've always had. No, they're not that dude, right? And, and the kid Latu, the tight end, didn't play well yesterday. Like, there's there's positions where they rely upon for big plays, and they didn't get it yesterday. And, and now for Alabama, and if I'm Will Anderson, if I'm Bryce Young, and these guys, as you play your final three games of your, of your collegiate career, you might say, bleep it, I'm just going to take off now and get ready for the NFL job. Because <laughs> but, but that's the reality of the game, right? That's the reality for, for Saban, if you're Alabama, Georgia, and these top programs, that, hey, if you have two losses, and I'm going to be a top three pick come next April, why would I play these final three games where I know I'm going to be a top three pick and I don't want to lose millions? Isn't that a problem? I know. I hate to admit it, but, like, I'm a Michigan fan, as you know, through and through, right, since the Saturday. Yeah, of course. But, of course. but, but I thought about the same thing. I'm like, is it right that if we lose to Ohio State, our season is done? That's the way it is, though, right? And it's like, okay, they're going to play in the Rose Bowl. I'm going to go to the Rose Bowl. I'm almost thinking, okay, that's a benefit. If they lose, I get to go to the Rose Bowl. But it sucks, doesn't it? It's weird, but I love the system. I don't want a million teams in the playoffs. Do you? I don't. I think every Saturday matters. I like this this way. It's a cold-ass world. You know, I think the kids should be, like, taught this way. Life sucks. It's a cold world. I like the system the way it is, Mo. You know, what makes what makes it more intriguing this year is that Alabama's out. Clemson probably won't get in. You might see two teams from the Big Ten get in games. Okay, that's Alabama's what I'm big- saying. That's what I'm saying. And you know what's funny you say that? We had a guy from the South the other day, Brent Beard. He's like yeah. he cut, he's an SEC, SEC guy. He's credible. He's a Heisman Trophy voter even, Mo. He goes, you know what, Gabe? Maybe Ohio State and Michigan should both get in. Right? Like type deal. Yeah. So let me ask you right now. As we are now, coming up on Tuesday, it's got to be Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, TCU 4. Agree or disagree? Yes, I I agree with you on that. I think TCU... Or should Michigan be 2? Look, you flip either or, right? I I think it doesn't matter. But I think TCU... Yeah, since they're playing each other, it doesn't matter almost, right? Exactly, right. But is it fair that the loser of Ohio State and Michigan are eliminated? Is that fair? They they won't be because, look, for Tennessee, as as weird as it sounds, for them to lose now... I think Tennessee loses again, bro. I think their bubbles burst. I'm calling it right now. Well, they might lose. They might lose. Yeah, they might lose another game. They could. But, But now for Tennessee, they're in a position where, look... Uh, they can run the table and get back in here, but I, I'm intrigued by TCU. What Saint Dykes has going on down there? Because now what a big game there. against the Longhorns! I'm oh wow. Not only that, oh. but, but also Baylor. Baylor's played TCU tough in years past. Dave Aranda has a really good defense, right? So I think those next three he games, did. I think they're okay. I think Baylor be okay. But now the, the next three games, you got Texas, Baylor, Iowa State, right? Texas got the dynamic offense, perhaps. The next two teams in Baylor and Iowa State are well-coached teams. Okay, Mo, Mo, just for the record, Mo, what do you think about this? The Texas Longhorns are seven-point favorites against TCU. I, I, I'm not surprised by that, game. I, I'm, I'm not because... People buy in the Longhorns at Quinn Ewers, man, right? Quinn Ewers has a chip on his shoulder to, because he knows who's, who's in the horizon coming up, right? And that last name is Manning. And so let me ask you, sorry, Mo, we're all over the place? Yeah. We talk yeah, about no Bryce Young. We talk about C.J. Stroud. Will yeah. Levis threw three touchdowns. I think Will Levis is a good quarterback. But yeah. is Quinn Ewers better than all these guys? He might I mean, be, right, for the NFL? He might be. Someone told me the other day, said Quinn Ewers is the best NFL quarterback in college football right now. He might be, but that kid from TCU is good, Gabe. And, and, uh, Matt and, Duggan. But, no, I just kick a ball. Exactly. And, and uh, the former uh, Washington Husky Boise State coach. Wow, you say Matt Duggan right up there. Right? No one talks about this kid. Wow, you're right. No, no one talks and, about him. 
And and I was watching the Fox broadcast, and and I, the name is on the tip of my tongue. The former Washington head coach, who coached at Boise State, on the Fox. Uh, New New Heisel, New Heisel, yeah, Rick New Heisel. Not, not, not Rick New Heisel, uh, the the one who was at Washington University. He left Peterson, Chris Peterson. Yeah, Chris Peterson. Thank you. Right, he made a great point. He showed a he showed a clip where Duggan literally went left to right, left to right, surveyed it, and he threw the ball at where it was yeah, supposed yeah. to be between four defenders from Texas Tech. Like that, that's stuff that you cannot... I saw that kid when he was a freshman, bro, one of his first plays. I said, this kid's a baller. You know what I mean, Mo? You are right. Yeah. You can just tell when a QB can ball. That kid can ball. Great right. call. No one talks about him as an elite quarterback, right? No, and he and I'm going to be fascinated by what he can do in these final three games. Because if he's able to put down a, a game tape that he can win games because... I'm taking the Horn Frogs plus seven, bro. There's no way in hell I'm not taking the Frogs plus seven. I think it's a strong play game. I really do. And that's why Sonny Dykes has to come up with a game plan where he knows that if they're going to get into that Final Four, that it's a primetime game on Saturday night. If he's able to put on tape on, on the eyes of who, who will be watching this in, in the world, that this TC team deserves, deserves to be in the top four, then he's going to prove it on Saturday with everyone watching that football game and what he does that aerial attack that he has to work with. They do deserve to be in the top four. I literally believe, and you know what's crazy? Because normally the poll ain't real and it doesn't justify itself. I literally believe the best four teams in the country are Ohio State, Georgia, TCU, and Michigan. They are. Yeah. They are. And hey, that's a good I mean, Michigan football team. Hey, listen, Rutgers, it was weird, wasn't it, Mo? It was like 14-10, Rutgers were leading 17-14. It was like, what the hell's going on? And then, boom, Michigan said, yeah, yeah, this ain't happening. This ain't happening. Right. But you know what? What makes makes Georgia's case even better is this, that Oregon now is becoming a top-10 team, right? And a Pac-12 could get in, Mo, point blank, yes, sir. And they deserve Uh, to. It's a hell of a conference this year. UCLA, USC, Utah, come on, all these teams are good. I'll say this, Gabe, right? The CFP would love to see a West Coast team in there because we have not seen one since Washington was in there when they lost to uh, yep. Alabama in the, in the Peach Bowl, And right? Washington's defense shut Alabama down. Jake Locker and the offense couldn't get it. That was a close game. Sorry, right. And, and the thing is, if USC gets in – that's going to open up the eyeballs in L.A., right? That's what they want. L.A. They want the L.A. But how about UCLA and USC, one loss only, massive at the end of the year, Mo? Yeah, I think that game's uh, mid, I think November 18th, just before Thanksgiving. Now, the thing for Chip Kelly is that if he's going to take over L.A., this is a big one for him because Lincoln (laughs) Riley has all the momentum right now. That's going to be fun to be, to be their game. And I think for, for Chip Kelly, this is a big one for him because he, remember, he wrecked the USC at the Coliseum last year. Can he do it at the Rose Bowl this year with what he's built up with that offense? Because Dorian Thompson has become a phenomenal player for that Bruins offense this year. Game of the week next week is TCU and Texas. That's the one. That's the one. It's the biggest game of Sarkeesian's tenure. It's the biggest game in Quinn Ewer's life, and it's the biggest game in TCU program history in a long time. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Oh yeah. Are we seriously nearly done level 1 right now? Mo Kong came with us. All right, Mo. Baltimore Ravens, New Orleans Saints. Who do you like on Monday night, brother? Who do you got? Right now, they're. I questioned Baltimore early in the season game. I didn't like them at first, but now they're playing their style of football. I think New Orleans has far too many problems right now on both sides of the football as we speak. So give me the Braves to win this game rather easily over the Saints. Yeah, I got the Ravens too. I got them in a super contest. Uh, we went two, two, one, and one today. I swear to God, Mo, the week nine was weird, bro, coming to this week. I thought it was weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was sort of scared. I was like, man, I agree. I think Lamar Jackson, it's crazy to sound, he's underrated, but he really is. And he's going to find a way to win this game tomorrow, as long as Harbaugh doesn't screw it up, right? Yeah. Uh, and, like, they, I know they're banged up, but I think Baltimore just looks like a more stable football team with less question marks than what New Orleans has coming into the primetime game. All right, Mo, so let me ask you, since uh, you're kicking it in the MTL, uh, yeah. what's up with the Montreal Canadiens? What you'll be looking for uh, moving forward? What's your assessment so far as far as the season is concerned? Detroit Red Wings on Tuesday night. What's your thoughts on the Canadiens so far? Well, look, it's for all our betters out here, what should we be looking at? You, you take the over. Any, any Habs game right now, you look at, look at the games this year, Gabe. They can score a lot of goals, and they give up a lot of goals. So whatever the line is for that Detroit-Montreal game on Tuesday, take the over because they will give up three, four goals per game. <laughs> You're right. right now, I think right now for this, for this team, as fun as they are to watch them score goals, they're learning on the fly here. And this is another rebuild for Martin St. Louis to get this team on the right track. But I just think in the long view, this is it's fun hockey to watch, but just take the over whenever they play a high-scoring team out there. Yeah, I can't believe we only have a minute left right now, but I told you the Alouettes are in play, my man. All right? Alouettes, yeah. Argos, who's playing in the Great Cup? I got Montreal win a day in two weeks, Gabe. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I can't wait, Mo, next week. Let's do it. Hey, if you got time, we'll get you on a TV show. Let's do a CFL preview next week. You got it, brother. This is Sports Rage. I am Ranchi. Bring it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.